0: <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, do not be alarmed, remain calm, welcome, welcome. do not attempt to leave the gas floor, music, super progressive.
0: super progressive, what is good everybody, we're back with another episode of the rundown, I think this is rundown number five now, five yeah, weeks I in think, a row, yeah. I am so stoked to just uh, having been this consistent with this show. Normally I do two or three of something in Flame Out, but Ruben's been holding me accountable and we've been <laughs> having a lot of fun with it. So Ruben, how are you doing, bro?
1: I'm good, bro. I'm really good. Hey, 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 everybody. I, I think that we, we should be consistent in this because it's just too fun. So, <laughs> so should- it's very dynamic. And, and, and the, just the interaction with the whole community, everybody is just very, very cool. So I think that we're cooking up things that are pretty nice for everybody.
0: Yeah, no, I'm stoked. And I think we should, uh, you know, people are starting to know the drill by now. Start off with a little debate topic. And I think we should get right into it. Right now, I'm going to set my five minute timer because we have four blocks today. And then I will pose the question and everything. Five, four, three, two, one, start. All right, Ruben. This week's topic was submitted by a watcher, Tom, such a legend he participates in all the mixathons and hey, he Tom. posed he posed this question for us. Ready? Hit me Is it better Is it better to mix vinyl or mix digital tracks?
1: <laughs> the everlasting question in which DJ is better because he he mixes in vinyl or digitally oh bro I'm I, I learned with turntables. In fact, I learned in my house, it was only I had a CD player and the guys that taught me taught me with a turntable that I had, but not a professional turntable, just like a regular turntable from, a, from a, any house. So in order for me to mix the tracks, I had to speed or slow the track with my finger to mix it. So I it's it's like the best ear training technique possible. Um once you get into the the DJ vinyl kind of thing, it's amazing because you feel like you're really in the music. Uh I think that Pioneer CDJs are are like the next step in that because well they, they have the plates and they it doesn't feel like a vinyl, but it gets you Kind of like in the mood of, of just switching. Of course, then came technology in it, like the sync button, like the uh, hated sync button. I don't know why people hate it. I think that it all, you know, all of these kind of things come with technology. So it's, it's I don't think that uh, doing the vinyl thing is going to make you the best DJ in the world because at the end of the day, like the selection of your tracks and the technique that you have and and the uh, and how you choose those songs to play for people is what matters. And the good thing about technology is that it'll it'll allow you to to mix better at a certain point. Like, for example, you can you can hold a loop on the groove and it'll extend the mix and you can filter it and you can do any kinds of things that, that you couldn't partake with vinyl. It was a little bit different, a little bit limited. Although the sound, obviously, I, I, I do love the sound of vinyl better. It's analog. It's just the bass is just fatter, bigger. But, and that's just talking about CDJs and, 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 and vinyl. So what do you think?
0: This is what I think. I think, I think a couple things. First of all, I understand why this is such a touchy subject. Because back when everybody was mixing vinyl, the only DJs were people who dedicated themselves to learning how to beat match. Which meant you had people, the vast majority of people who DJed, put in the time which shows they cared about DJing. That's awesome. With technology today, it's easier than ever. And I think this is where the hatred for the sync button steps in is really anybody becomes a dj yeah. because the technology is so much more easy to use today i do not think that's a bad thing at all this is this is what i think about the whole thing beat matching is like the ancient tradition and yes it 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 commands respect because it was the first thing and this and you know it's almost like an ancient art or ancient technique that Everyone should learn out of even, I don't know how to beat match at all, but it's like if you're serious about DJing, you'd want to learn out of respect for what DJing really is and especially, you know, where it came from. But I'll say this I kind of view mixing vinyl as like one technique or discipline within a giant spectrum of everything that goes down with DJing because one thing I'm sensitive to is that. Digital mixing and these digital tracks have let DJs take their creativity and find what is true to them about DJing and run with it. And we see how DJs we love have evolved throughout their career. DT, you know, everybody mixing vinyl one day, but now DT is known for his sample packs and getting to showcase that sample pack lets him showcase his musical knowledge because he's. Bringing in these elements that only he knows, either where they come from or he has the ability to pull from a disco track and pull from a deep house. Yeah, track he, and pull he, from he from usually runs track. like four,
1: four, four grooves at the same yes. time. It's, it's, dude, it's, it's, it's we're, a lot of creativity. Like Carl Cox, that's the same thing. Yeah,
0: we're already up on five minutes extension period granted because we're getting into this one. <laughs> John Digweed uses this Alan and Heath. Mixer. I was at stereo with, it's like, I don't, I don't know my tech that well, but it's the newest one. And, and with Caesar beforehand, he's looking at it like, oh baby, this thing can, you know, you have to spend days and months and years with this thing to really unleash its capabilities. But then you hear John literally sonically and I know he did it with vinyl too, but today sonically creating this vortex of sound by utilizing like every single effect can be custom. You can like build up each effect or customize each element of each effect on that mixer. So it's just like all of these tools. And last thing I'll say is James Zabila. Like the way he mixes... Is just like first of all, it's wizardry, but like
1: totally wizardry. To say that, yeah, that definitely. to say that
0: that <laughs> is not more impressive or literally the most impressive thing I've ever seen with digital. It's like it's a case by case basis. I think v- vinyl is the OG technique, the OG tradition. That if you if you care if you if you care about DJing, you more you you might go out of your way to learn. And it will undoubtedly make you a better DJ. But I really think DJing is meant to be an extension. DJing is an extension of these artists. And digitally, we have seen the amazing infinite directions. They have all taken it. And I am grateful for that.
1: Dude, it's, it's, it's an area. It's, it's like a, a rainbow of colors, right? Because when, when, you, when you play with vinyl, you're you, you feel and and, the, and this is the thing that you feel like you're the dj right like like you're you're the classic dj swinging bad vinyl and trying to keep the groove and the beat map but the thing is that djing and it's not only beat mapping because there there's also other techniques and and yes a lot of people can play just by beat by doing the sync button but it's not only that and then why do you really have to learn how to beat map with your ears because the day, because there are tracks that have variable beat rates. And, and even if you have the sync button, they will just flop out everywhere. So what are you going to do? You got to push it by ear. You got to do it really by ear. And, and it's always going to be better to be able to manage that. Also, and, and there are other things that go into this that, that it'll be like the way how the tonality of the tracks, uh, change when you're, when you hit the sync button, like how, how master tempo changes the tone of the track and all of these things that you're if you're a purist of sound you really try to just beat map with your ears because that's the way that the tone is going to go directly into what you're trying to say also and now that you're talking about creativity when we take guys like Richie Houghton that he created a mixer that just flies within the spectrum of Of frequencies, and he plays also with tractor. So imagine him destroying tracks with tractor plus the mixer, and it's a completely surreal experience. And then we take guys like Car Cox that not only does that, but brings modulars into the set, and he's like interchanging all these sounds. So it's become technology has been like for all of us in DJing, it has been an array of colors to really. Push your creativity into unknown worlds, but then again, there's nothing like learning how to mix and vinyl. It's the best.
0: Definitely, um, yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna make a decision or like a choice on this one because I. I just don't. I, I just want both. Like just as a clubber, I'm like they're they're both amazing. It, it comes down to the DJ in the booth. No matter what, a great yeah, totally. DJ, a great DJ will do a great job, given the tools they are given with. Yeah, like totally, and it,
1: and do it, and, and and the simplicity of it. Like we could we could travel the world with a pen drive. Before it's like this huge crate of vinyl that weighs like ten tons. It's, it's vinyl is really expensive. It's it's a it's a it's an beautiful art form. And it's something that everybody, I would recommend everybody to learn. But then again, in the practice of the day-to-day thing, technology just, I just think just kicks its ass. The one period. thing, I,
0: the one thing. I, this is the last thing I'll say, like on, for vinyl mixing, the one thing I will say is maybe this is not even the case because people can probably beat match vinyl with not being great DJs, but that instantly passes the eye test for me. If I see somebody mixing vinyl, I'm like, that person's too legit to quit. Like, <laughs> they, they have my respect. So, totally, totally. Yeah, it's it's it is, an amazing thing. It is thing. on-site respect. It is an art. It, it's epic. But yeah, let's totally. move on, bro. Because, uh,
1: you know, last, yeah. week,
0: last week we didn't really have a show to talk about. But luckily this week, I got a little something on the docket. I'm not sure what you're up to this weekend. But uh,
1: yeah, bro. <laughs> no, dude. And and you told me about it. And we specifically talked about this person. So go ahead and... yeah. Um, and um, le- let us envy you about it. No, no, it's,
0: it's chill. <laughs> I mean, I really hope uh, some listeners of Super Progressive, I know a lot of them will be there. So guys, I want to meet as many of you again as possible. It's, it's So the event this Saturday, June 10th, uh, Brooklyn Rooftop, DT, Danny Taglia, Open Air. Nice. It's the drums. Praying praying for sunshine, but it's going to be, it doesn't, it looks like it's going to be sunny and I am stoked. The one thing I'll say about New York is this, is I'll, I'll say this. I haven't found my progressive home in New York city. Like maybe from like a club perspective, like I luckily have when, when super progressive has gone to places like Manchester or Liverpool or London just because I think it's a little bit more prevalent over there. That being said there is like a band of 10 of us that go to you know when a DJ that from you know when a super progressive style DJ comes to New York we're all there and I made like uh, I don't know it's so hard to go out and make like real friends let's say after you graduate college like especially me like I work alone like i don't work in an office i don't have like a team or anything it's just me and this music and this new york scene i've met like some dude, some like of my best friends now and it's awesome and we're just united <laughs> very cool. by the music so what i'm so stoked about this dt gig is one the music two to see danny in new york is just always such a vibe because what i like to call the regulars come out to see <laughs> danny all the yeah, time yeah. and that's You know, you get to like last time at Stacks, I got to meet the people who ran Club Vinyl. And I'm
1: like, oh, "Oh dude, it's
0: just so cool. And they were like so excited to just chat about it with me for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, the DT shows are the shows where the most people like it's just where I get to meet most people from the super progressive community. It's where I get to meet most people from this era that I love so much, the 90s and the early 2000s that lived it. And everyone is so nice, so kind, so proud to be in this community of of still doing this. So every show is super inspiring and I just can't wait. I will be wearing my Danny Denaglia Back to Basics King of Clubs shirt. So if you see me, <laughs> come say what's up because it's literally my favorite thing to meet uh, you know, people from the SP community in the club. Totally, totally. It's the coolest Very thing cool. ever. So yeah, guys, Saturday, June 10th, on the Brooklyn rooftop. I don't know if it's sold out yet or not, but I will be there and I hope I hope to meet a lot of you guys.
1: Nice, nice. And Rudy, Very cool we'll, we'll have to get you to one of these shows soon. Oh, definitely, dude. <laughs> I got. I just got I got to go and stalk DT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, totally, totally, man. It's an amazing experience. Did you ever and see the, him? And, when you were in...
0: Ca- oh, sorry. I was just going to say, when you were in Connecticut, did you ever come down and see him in New York? Yeah
1: and I, I went to see him, and also I, I went to a twelve hour marathon uh in um what's the upstate that the, the in long island and all the guy all the people that that partied with me when we went to see him in, in at Pasha because I usually went to see him at Pasha playing all of us were in that club at that, that night seeing him over there in Long Island. So it's like, it's, I know when you say like the regulars, yeah, it's, it's all the regulars always. And that's the same people that went to see Danny Howells also, because it's the same community that used to go to vinyl and art. And you know that. Danny Howells had Fridays at Arc and Danny had Saturdays. So it's it's like, it was the same groove. So it was an amazing experience, man. Could you
0: imagine every weekend, like your lineup was, I'm going to go see Danny Howells on Friday and Danny Tenaglia on Saturday.
1: Dude, it's <laughs> not, dude, it's, you have to be a total clubhead, man, because it, your feet are just not going to, they're not going to survive. Because right. D- Danny went every Friday for like 10 hour marathon and DT played like, Minimum of twelve, so it's like, bro. <laughs> Dude,
0: you can. I, 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 don't know about Danny. I, Danny House was his. Was his weekly or monthly?
1: Uh, I think it was the same days that Danny played that Dan, that Tenaglia played. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, these guys talk about being a resident DJ. I feel like Dude, resident DJ to now today could mean like you play once a season. Like in Ibiza, you could be a resident and play once a month at a club, and you're a resident DJ there mm-hmm. weekly. Resident DJ is the most insane thing I can think
1: of. Uh, then those are the the, the guys that create. Those yeah, those are, are the, the ones heroes. that. Like I told you many times, man, those are the ones that create culture. Yeah, totally. Those are the ones that create culture.
0: But yeah, so I'm super pumped for this. Super pumped for this show. Hopefully, we'll meet a lot of people, and um, yeah, let's keep it going, bro. It's gonna be a okay. Fun
1: so walk. we have an induction track. This week we have an amazing guest that we know that a lot of people have been rooting for, and we we have it. Yeah, and you're so, going to see it soon. And so, yeah, first I'll of all, we little, have a track. Yeah, I'll do a little preview. <laughs> you know,
0: the uh, so upcoming interview is the artist who made this track. And I just want to thank all of you guys for not only encouraging us to go after this artist, but also um, just whenever speaking to him, always speaking kindly about Super Progressive because he was willing, he was like really willing to do it when I first asked him because all of you guys, um, his longtime fans had nice things to say. So thank you very much. Ruben, what track is going into the Hall of Fame this week?
1: Dude, it's none other than Stone proves Everything's Not You Quiver Remix Dude, this track broke Sasha's San Francisco Global Underground CD and half. It's like it just went global. It went everywhere. That track is so heartwarming, so heartbreaking, so amazing how the synths just grew and create and interconnect. The vocal, the track Dude, it's, it's one of my all time favorite tracks. It just communicates something that very few tracks do in the world. So it's an amazing thing. We have none other than the man here explaining how it was, what he thinks of it and how it played out. And do you want to say something, Will, about it?
0: Yeah. Talk about the only thing I'll say that I like, obviously I love the track, did a reaction to it, uh, Way way ago, way long ago, one of my first reaction videos. I'll say this: when you have an artist remixing themselves, you know that artist is insanely, insanely gifted and talented, and and can like split their like you say totally. John, He wears different masks. He can like split the artistry down the middle. He's like I'm totally create like- this track as Stoneproof, and then remix it as Quiver. And I'm like, you're okay. you're really like. Like uh, two different artists in one, and then that's just two of the many aliases that Quiver brings to the table. So, yeah. Without further ado, um, here is the man himself, John Graham. Super progressive.
1: Well, thanks for the induction. Um, yeah, everything's not you was 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 a track that originally was a, a down tempo indie electronic rock song that I, I didn't really intend to do a club mix initially, but when we recorded the vocals, I thought this would probably work well as a, as a club track. And then when I'd finished it, I knew it sounded pretty good. and then the track just blew up. you know the, the, the remix came became way bigger than, than the original, which is not what I wanted at all, but um, yeah it turned into this huge track and then, and then Sasha put, up, put it on his, on his San Francisco CD. And it just blew
0: up all over the place. So, yeah, thanks for inducting that one. Super progressive. So, yeah. I mean, he is a total legend. I am so excited for this interview. It was, it's just like, you can't talk about this era of music without talking about Quiver, man. He's the most featured artist in global Underground City series history. This interview next week, you guys are all going to really enjoy. I'm so stoked.
1: Dude, it's, it was pretty cool. John is a very cool guy. He, we talk about, oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Just tune in. And, you know, as always, comment, share, like. We love it. We love it. And now it's that time of the day where we talk about the recommendations.
0: New music of the week. New music of the week, man. You have have the this
1: week. Okay, so I have the mix this week and I was listening to, uh, since it came out, uh, to the mix that you lived. <laughs> it was the only way that I could get into that. It's Cesar Romero, Simplicity. The mix is so good, like so good that John heard it and said, you know what, I'm going to post this set. In transitions, give it to me. You recorded it, give it to me. John, and I think this is one of the first times that I've seen John giving the extended set, the four-hour set from Cesar Romero on his exclusive Mixcloud um, uh, profile. I just heard the, the, well, I haven't heard it, like the four full hours, but... Even the set, like John Dick, we set for, for transitions, dude. He, he's playing new tracks from Laurent Garnier's album. So it's like, boom. It's everything is just blowing my mind. Cesar, amazing set, bro. You nailed it. You ticked it off. And as always, Cesar is having an amazing year. Congrats. Shout out to Cesar, dude. And listen to this. You, as always, you know, we have the links here, the direct links to it, direct links also to my podcast. Just listen to everything. There's a lot of cool music and give us, hit us, hit us with a track, Will. What do you have just, for
0: today? Just, just quick, quickly on that. It's to put, to put just into perspective what this set was like, imagine feeling like you didn't want John Digweed to come on yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, in what world does that happen? That's Dude. how good this set was. It was just the sickest thing ever. Nice, Special, nice special, special announcement. Um, so, simply said, he gave John a huge portion of his set, but he left a piece of it unpublished that he is going to be giving super progressive to share. So, guys, exp- you know, you, John's giving you like so much of it, and we're gonna we're gonna give you the last remaining bit. It's coming in a few weeks. We are so excited to even be associated. With something like this so <laughs> thank you, Thank you, uh, Caesar, for thinking, obviously, on probably one of the biggest days of your professional career. You still thought about the little guys, Super progressive. Thank you, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Power to the people, man. <laughs> um, very, very cool. So be be up. Be in the lookout for that because, okay, well, you, as you always, you know, we like to make a huge scandal of things. So, of course, you'll see it in our, the rest of our social media, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, like everywhere. We're just stalking you everywhere. So, follow us. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. So, what's the track? What's the track? Hit us. Um, my new
0: track of the week is a new Sudbeat Beat release. Sud Beat release. Um, Ah, Nice, nice. Because I want to do nothing but support the DJs and labels that have shown support to Super Progressive. And, um, you know, whether it was Simply City, who literally made me experience the best night of my life, or Graziano Rafa, or like Hernan, who is just like literally in so nice and supportive um, of the page and has always just like given me the confidence. To keep keep this thing going, so I'm showing love back to Suedbe This week's new track of the week. I want to make sure I get the pronunciation right. It is we have Stephen I'm playing it right now. <laughs> we have Stephen McCreary's. Yeah, I'm gonna say that again. We have Stephen McCreary's interference. And why I like this track is, um, when. When, I, when I've seen like uh, Nick and Hernan play on these boat parties, a track like this is like immediately what comes to mind. It's summertime. This is like that melodic, celestial, pad-filled track that is just light, relaxing, but also has like a great, it just has a great vibe. Um, I can't tell you how much the fact that it's been getting warmer in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore has gotten me so stoked. Summertime on the Jersey Shore is insane. It's going to (laughs) be, I'm going to be on the beach playing this track. And uh, yeah, and it just, so sometimes when a track aligns with like a time, it's like like a time for me, it's like, oh. You associate music with like a specific time in your life. I hope this track is like in rotation for summer 2023,
1: dude. It's it's the cool thing about the suit beat sound is that a it's a really uh, technoy, like techie, groovy, synth based, progressive, organic house. It, they have like that kind of combination, so it's always gonna set the vibe and the groove and the. And the perfect transition point of a set so you you can always you can never go wrong with a suit beat track it's it's that's why Hernan Graciano has so much talent choosing specifically what goes in and well you you can see it in guys like Ezequiel for example that we interviewed here on the channel like dude that that sound is just on point yeah so guys as always leave on your comments Give us your comments, if, whether you like it, don't like it, hit the like, hit the follow button, just post it, do it everywhere. We want to grow this community every every week. We're growing, we're getting more people. If you go in and just chat about it, uh-huh, you know how this algorithm thing just interconnects and more people that are interested in this can be here with us and we can just grow as a group. And that is the whole purpose of us. Right. So thank you very much for that. Well, do you want to say something else, bro?
0: Yeah, thank you guys. And we will uh, we'll see you in a couple of days for our next artist interview.
1: Okay, guys, so stay true, stay progressive. See you next Peace out.
0: Super-